No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. It's Friday night. Thank you for joining us. As always, tonight's recommended drink is cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack is bland brand no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast here on D-Lock. Thank you for joining Ladies and gentlemen, it's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I hope you had a lovely day because I certainly have. And like I said, it's Friday night here on the Daily Boogie. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show out. If you did, if you didn't, that's okay, I guess. But you're kind of a freeloading scumbag. But whatever. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to become one of my future former Twitter followers, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Uh, I just tweeted out earlier. I just noticed like I've lost like 60 Twitter followers overnight, <laughs> just gone. And you know, this the problem when you announce things like you've lost Twitter followers, you're, you're going to attract two kinds of arguments and two kinds of arguments only, it seems. So if you come out and say, well, look, I've lost 60 Twitter followers overnight. The first group that you'll attract is people saying they'll they'll come straight into your thread and they'll say shit like, huh, stupid maggotard, that's because you lost all of your fucking bot accounts that were following you. You know, you we know you fucking maggotards have been botting up. You've got bot followers, ha ha ha. It's called removing bots, you idiot. That's the first kind of response you get. <laughs> the second kind of response you get is Well, it's because the deep state has been censoring your Twitter followers because you're over the target and you're spreading too much truth, Boogie. Like, say, there's one or the other. But I don't like either of those scenarios. You know, we live in the post-truth era. We live in a world of subjective reality. So I'm just going to get involved and start creating my own reality too. Why should I be the only one that's logical when everybody else is just making things up? So... My preferred truth is that I've upset people. I've upset 60, exactly 60 people overnight when I wasn't tweeting or anything. (laughs) 60 of my followers came onto my timeline and decided, oh, I don't like this guy anymore. And they left. That's what I prefer to think. Because at least then I have some kind of control over it. You just have to limit your influence around the world. (laughs) Exactly. My little three thousand account, three thousand follower Twitter account. I'm over the target. I would, I would much rather that. <laughs> gypsy, thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Uh, people in here are the only important followers. I couldn't agree more. And if you're not a follower yet, then fuck you. No, just kidding. If you're not a follower yet and you plan to be, then you will become one of the important ones. But you're not going to be as as important as a booger, though. You have to become a booger to be really important. So, I mean, if you really want to go straight to the head of the class, just do what Dipsy did there. If you'd like to contribute to the show, dlive.tv slash Boogie Bumper. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. So I don't like the idea that a worldwide 
um, company, a worldwide conglomerate of tech outfits sees my little 3,000 follower Twitter account and thinks, oh, we need to crush this guy. I don't want to believe that to be true. I'd much rather believe that I'm not very popular and I regularly upset large sections of my own audience and then they leave. That's what I prefer. So that's the that's the reality I'm going with. Thank you very much. Brett Harris in the chat, thank you for joining us. I only insulted 20 people last night. I need to do better. Yes, you can learn a thing or two from me, Brett. <laughs> 60. 60. Read them and weep. It's like a reverse game of poker. You know, whoever has the most losing hand wins the pot. So I'm I'm in front today, of course, with 60 unfollows overnight. Looking forward to it. Uh, so much to get through. So little time. I do like to try and have a little bit more fun. Andrew Jackson, 07 over there in the YouTube chats. Thank you for joining us. The, the greatest moderator on the interwebs. Uh, I do like to try and have a little bit of fun on a Friday night. But unfortunately... Uh, these serious topics just keep coming up. These serious topics just keep popping up, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to have to cover it. Uh, Joy of Pessy drew my attention to this earlier today. Oh, boy. BitChute, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as you know, I've been uploading the full replays of this show to BitChute for, I don't know, at least six months. And I was using BitChute a little more a couple of years ago. I went back and started using it again because I think YouTube is on its last legs and I wanted to make sure I had a nice big catalog of old shows on BitChute ready to go. Uh, I don't really upload the full shows to YouTube anymore because there's really no point at any time. They can just erase it. So I just use YouTube for like short clips mostly, like 10, 15 minute clips of parts of the show. And then that way, at least I can control which part of the show is on their platform. Not that it fucking matters anyway. Kevin Gallego with a diamond. Boys, 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 boys. Hello, boys. Hello, boys. Thank you for joining us, Kevin. So Joy of Pessy drew my attention to this earlier today. And have a look at this. BitChute on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. It appears as if Twitter has started blocking all tweets that contain BitChute videos. There you have it. There you go, huh? Please test this and share your experience in the comments below. Uh, there's Joy of Pessy right there. Twitter won't let me post the link to my BitChute page. It's confirmed. Here's what I got when someone tried to post a BitChute video. <laughs> that old red, the red banner of misery. Oops, something went wrong. <laughs> why, why does Twitter turn into like a, why does Twitter turn into a British person? Like, why does it turn into Mrs. Doubtfire? What, Mrs. Doubtfire deliberately slashes the tires of your car and then when you come out and see your tires are slashed go oh i've got no idea something went wrong winning tv with a diamond learning from my sith lord boogie on unfollows yes exactly uh if you're not aware winning tv is a former organizer of the tea party he was a very optimistic guy very pro-trump guy very republican we're gonna clean up this fucking system we're gonna clean up the government and i and a couple of other content creators have been slowly working on Phil, <laughs> slowly manipulating Phil's psyche, getting him closer and closer to the freedom of the black pill. You see, because the black pill gets a bad rap. People think it's negative. There's, nothing, there's no positive or negative associated with the black pill. It's just accepting reality. And once you take the black pill, you can become a very happy person by losing all hope in the future. It sounds counterproductive, but it's true. It's the people who have hope 
who are the most upset all the time. You know, something goes wrong. The people who have hope, the people who have dreams, the people who have visions for a better world in the future. Anytime some little chink in the armor appears, anytime a little spanner goes into the works, they're the ones, oh my God, we can't do this. We've got to keep fighting. Fight, fight, fight. They're the ones who are most on edge. Those of us who have taken the black pill, when something goes wrong, we go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> it really is the way to a happy and prosperous life. So we've been slowly working on Phil, massaging him, and he's getting closer and closer to taking that ultimate black pill. He's very close now. And he has noticed, too, a drop in his Twitter followers. And I said, welcome to the black pill Twitter follower, you know, purge. This is what happens, Phil. When you start taking the black pill, the optimist, the optimistic people around you, they don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. <laughs> so you're going to be in the black pill fog of unpopularity with us here. Welcome aboard, comrade. <laughs> hey, you. this is what you wanted. Um, you know, you can be upset. Hey, you should have told me about this at this before I started taking this fucking black pill. Don't worry. It'll all work out in the end. Desert Cat with a diamond. I think I took a whole bottle of black pills. Well, you don't want to overload. You don't want to overdose on black pills. You just got to take them slowly and gently one at a time with meals, with dinner. Enjoy your black pills. So here you have it. People trying to post BitChute links. Now, I post the BitChute links to this show on my Twitter account. It looks like those days are done. I don't know what I'm going to fucking do there. But that, that little red banner of hell. Oops, something went wrong. Let's give it another shot. They play so innocent, don't they? <laughs> These platforms. It appears you're trying to post a BitChute link. Have you tried this instead? And it sends you a link to like a Brie Larson video on fucking YouTube or something. Or a Jack Black video on YouTube. Have you tried this? Have you tried posting this? <laughs> Something from Media Matters. <laughs> it looks like you've tried to post a BitChute link to uh, an Andy Worski video. It appears something went wrong. Have you tried this instead? And it's Media Matters talking about why Tucker Carlson is a white supremacist. It's like, I didn't want this. So there you have it. BitChute, ladies and gentlemen. Look at all of these people. About 700 replies. Uh can't post the bit shoot it appears twitter started blocking all tweets this is what happens when i post a bit shoot link look at this people are getting this warning this link may be unsafe <laughs> thank you thank you for keeping me safe twitter <laughs> twitter what fucking balls twitter has to come out and say we're going to keep you safe when two weeks ago they couldn't even keep barack obama's account safe from a 17 year old hacker yeah they're going to keep you safe though from bit shoot oh fuck Thank you so much, Jack. Thank you, Twitter. Thank you for protecting me from the dangerous videos. What would I ever do without you? Malicious links that could steal. But they even say they're blaming bitches. <laughs> Warning, this link may be unsafe. The link you are trying to access has been identified by Twitter or our partners. Who are the partners? I wish I, I wish we could find that out for as being potentially spammy or unsafe in accordance with Twitter's URL policy. This link could fall into one of the below categories and they even have the audacity to say one of the categories, malicious links that could steal personal information or harm electronic devices. <laughs> like I said, they couldn't even protect 
Barack Obama's Twitter account from a 17-year-old two weeks ago. But now they're going to protect you from BitChute. Fuck it. Thank you. Thank you very much. How can I ever repay this debt? My knight in shining armor. It's just so obvious at this point, isn't it? It's too obvious. And you know the problem because you'll say to somebody, you'll talk about something like censorship with somebody. And if you're not talking to the right person, they'll go, fake news, fake news. And you could show them these images. You could show them these screenshots and say, look, BitChute is um, a very small platform, but it's like one of the leading contenders to YouTube, even though it's not even on the same field as YouTube because YouTube's so huge. But it's one of the more popular contenders, you know, to YouTube. And even if you show them all the links, they still won't believe it. And then if eventually they do believe it, they'll just automatically shift into saying, yeah, well, there's probably a whole bunch of white supremacy on there anyway. So it's a good thing. You you cannot win. Breaking. Twitter bans all links to video sharing site YouTube. Twitter has banned all links to the video sharing site uh, BitChute in another crackdown, a a crackdown, another crackdown by big tech against alternative tech companies. BitChute serves as an alternative platform to YouTube where creators upload their videos without worry of censorship. Well, we upload our videos without worry of censorship, but we do upload our videos with worry that it will be stuck in the processing phase for about four days and never actually publish until we go back and re-upload it again. But hey, we put up with that because it's not YouTube. We're happy to carry that burden. But it can be a little glitchy. In just five months, BitChute has doubled its monthly traffic from 15 million monthly visitors to 30 million monthly visitors. So does the real reason appear to be presenting itself now? It's doubled its reach in a month, BitChute, apparently. From 15 million visits to 30 million visits. Now, all of a sudden, it's dangerous. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Really? Now? Despite all obstacles from Silicon Valley has placed in our way, we have continued to grow and we will continue to grow. Don't let the authoritarians win, says Bitchute, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, of course, Tim Cook, Tim Pool fucking covered it first. There you go. There's the evidence right there. Thank you, Tim. Uh, and people obviously posting the links of what they get when they post a YouTube link, uh, BitChute link. So isn't it great? So remember, whenever you complain about YouTube or Twitter, what's one of the first responses you get? Hey, well, if you don't like it, if you don't like what they're doing, it's a private company, you know. If you don't like the way YouTube goes about it, if you don't like the way Twitter goes about it, you're free to leave, free to go, go somewhere else. Fuck off, mate go somewhere else. It's like, oh, okay, well, I don't like the way YouTube operates. I'm going to go to BitChute instead. And the monolithic companies that have been allowed to become uh, monopolies in this space. So you say, okay, I'm done with YouTube. I'm off YouTube. I'm getting out of there. I'm going to go to BitChute instead. And you start sharing the BitChute links on your Twitter profile to your Twitter followers. And Twitter comes down and says, I don't think so. It looks like you're trying to post harmful material. (laughs) Please go back to using YouTube. They say go and create your own thing. They say go and use other platforms. But the whole system is engineered to avoid that reality from taking place. 
It is a closed shop. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Bit you. But you know what? It's not all bad news today. I do. Ha- I have a positive, uplifting story for you, which I think you are going to absolutely fucking love. I didn't know about this guy that I'm about to show you until maybe a week ago. And there's a very, very good reason for that. Because normally I would be on top of a story like this. A developing story like this. But this one slipped right under the radar. I want to introduce you to the future of politics. No, I'm not talking about AOC. There's a cat with a diamond. DLive on Android is a Peter. What, like Peter bread? Lebanese bread. Not complaining. <laughs> P-I-T-A. Peter bread. Well, very tasty lemons on the Android app. So this guy I'm about to show you, he's the future of politics as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, in a way, we've been talking about this for a while. It's not AOC. It's not even Donald Trump. It's not Donald Trump Jr. Forget about those big name players in the game. I want to present to you future current congressional candidate for the Republican Party in the first district. I think, it is it Missouri? <laughs> I should really get the fucking state right. He's from St. Louis. Congressional candidate, ladies and gentlemen, have a look at this guy, Anthony Rogers. <coughs> now, why is this story so good? Why is this Anthony Rogers story so amazing? Because Anthony Rogers is a comedian, actor, podcast host, apparently, according to his Twitter bio, and he won the nomination from the uh, from the preferred candidate. He won the GOP nomination with 62% of the vote by spending a grand total of $28 on his campaign. 28 lousy dollars. <laughs> he didn't get millions of dollars from some lobby somewhere yet, at least. He didn't take hundreds of thousands of dollars from some corporation. He spent 28 bucks. With He spent the loose change, basically, that he found in his wallet. And he won 62% in the vote in the GOP uh, nomination race. It is utterly fantastic. Here he is. <laughs> Missouri Republican congressional candidate Anthony Rogers wins primary after spending a total of 28 bucks. Doesn't he look like the kind of guy you could vote for too? Like, you know I'm not a big rap on beards, but if you're going to go a beard, that's the kind of beard you want to have. He looks like a legitimate Viking. Uh, in the Republican primary, there he goes, Anthony Rogers, he defeated the uh, woman of colour, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, it's an upset. Have a look at that. They weren't even, they're not even using his real photograph. They're not even using his real photograph on the Fox News feed. They've got his cartoon avatar picture. (laughs) Anthony Rogers, 60% of the vote, defeating Winnie Armstrong to win the Republican nomination. And he's a bit of a character too. 
Oh, no. What's happened here? Okay. 28 bucks. He's had a couple of endorsements, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Roger Stone endorsing Anthony. I can only imagine that he had no idea who Anthony Rogers was. <laughs> Minister of Fun, get me with the diamond. Justin, Republican man beats black woman. Well done. Excellent headline. Sh ship that off to BuzzFeed immediately. Let's get that shit trending. So here's Roger Stone endorsing Anthony Rogers. <laughs> This is Roger Stone. Virtually every week, Republican candidates for Congress ask for my endorsement. And in almost all cases, I decline. But in the case of Anthony Rogers, who's <laughs> running in the first district of Missouri, I wanna add my hearty endorsement. You see, Anthony Rogers is exactly the kind of hellraiser we need to send to Congress. He's Nancy Pelosi's worst nightmare. He's a man of principle, a dynamic man of energy, and he has my full support. So please support Anthony Rogers for Congress. Roger Stone, quote, Anthony Rogers is a dynamic man of energy. <coughs> Phobic Cruz, is this where his $28 went? Do you reckon he sent 28 bucks to the free Roger Stone fund? <laughs> Maybe. Here's a couple more endorsements for you. Uh, porn star Adriana Winters endorses him for Congress. <laughs> Vote Anthony Rogers for US Congress. He is running for election. <laughs> He's got endorsements from British porn stars. <laughs> Anthony Rogers, the Republican candidate for Congress. British porn stars, apparently. <laughs> He's now international news ladies and gentlemen he's internationally popular there are three american politicians who are known the world over donald trump alexandria Garcia cortez and now the ginger bearded republican man of energy anthony rogers <laughs> for the u.s house to represent missouri's first district the primary is august 1st to so make sure you go and rock the vote rock the vote and it's not just before you think it's before you start thinking sexist things he's also got male porn stars supporting him ladies and gentlemen hello america nathan bronson here your friendly neighborhood porn star <laughs> But you know what? We have a lot of fun on porn sets. But today I want to talk to you about some little series. Vote Anthony Rogers for U.S. Congress for Missouri's 1st District. Primaries are August 1st. So, hashtag rock the vote, guys. Come on, get the fuck out there. Get the fuck out there. Get the fuck out there. Anthony Rogers, ladies and gentlemen. So I've tried to find, like, campaign videos and stuff. You cannot, I cannot find a campaign video of this guy because, again, remember, he spent $28 on his campaign. Maybe that's the amount that it costs to register to put your name on the ballot. But that's it, 28 bucks. He's got a website, Anthony Rogers 2020, right? Look at the website. It's very basic. Anthony Rogers 2020, there's his Twitter picture. And all it says is, tell me how I can represent you as U.S. Congressman for Missouri's 1st District. You put your name, your email, subject, and your message. Send. That's it. That's it. 
his his campaign page doesn't have I promise to do this, I promise to do that, I promise to build this, I promise to ban that, I promise to give you this, I promise to hand this over, I promise to lower taxes, I promise to raise taxes, I promise to spend more on welfare, I promise to build a hospital, I promise to protect our national parks and reserves, I promise to build a wall, I promise to roll back the state, I promise to build the government up. He doesn't say anything. Nothing. All it says is, tell me how I can represent you. And then you put your, your details in. And you send him a message. Based, bearded Anthony Rogers for Congress, ladies and gentlemen. Utterly fantastic. <laughs> That's it. Tell me what you tell me what I should do. That's his whole campaign. Tell me what you want. <laughs> Getting squeezing every every cent of value out of that $28 outlay. And hey, it worked. It worked. Because you can be guaranteed that his uh, his you know, his competitor did not take him seriously. You know what I mean? His competitor would have been told, you're running against a comedian podcaster who's spending $28 on his campaign. He doesn't even have a campaign platform. He's just asking people for submissions. And she would have been... <laughs> Don't worry. He's not, even a, he's not even a woman of color. He's got no chance against me. There you have it. Anthony Rogers, ladies and gentlemen. So I've been looking around for something of this guy. He doesn't have any congressional, like like I said, he doesn't have any campaign videos and stuff. I did find a interview he gave recently on a show called St. Louis Underground, which I think is like a comedian show. <laughs> that, I'm trying to give you something. I'm trying to give you some kind of promo here for this guy. So let's have a look here. Uh, Anthony Rogers talking about stuff on St. Louis Underground. Doomsday sex cult. Okay. That's a mouthful. That was a completely random point. Like, I've just skipped ahead to a random point in the video. <laughs> the first thing you hear, doomsday sex cult. Testament doomsday sex cult. Fantastic. Okay. That's a uh, mouthful. Yeah. He, 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 you had on a, a guy uh, willing to pay 50 grand to clone his dog. You have yeah, my friend Jeff. He cloned his dog for fifty k. That's, that's my friend Jeff. Yeah. But like that seems like the average amount though. That's the that's the amount. Is that the yeah, going rate for clones? I don't know I if that's to... too much, too little. <laughs> I have no reference here. And then you and then you that. had on you had on Tiger Woods's former mistress and porn star Jocelyn James. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. and and she was on a couple times uh, because she she was on one. Uh, and that got like the most downloads or something like that. And then she was on a second time. Uh, what do you think your favorite episode of your podcast is okay. so far? That's crazy. I wanted to say that too. I'm going to let you get to that yeah. one. But any point in that sentence you just read out would have been awesome. Like if you were like, <laughs> you had Tiger Woods mm -hmm. stop, Mistress stop <laughs> what store any of those would have been great. Though. What's your favorite one though? Like what has been your favorite in interview? Have a look at him. On your podcast? It depends, man. Like, I think, like, uh, the porn stars are always my favorite. because. Oh, he's got a good voice, too, doesn't he? Oh, that's the voice of a leader right there. The beard, ladies and gentlemen. Look, the guitars. Are they are they neckties hanging from the... <laughs> hanging from the blind? I think they're... I think that's his necktie collection. I mean, he doesn't look like the kind of guy who wears a suit very often, but he does have dozens of ties... Hanging in his kitchen for some reason. 
Interesting. But yeah, good voice, good beard. This man's a leader. Like they're more real, and they like they uh they just like say like they're just cool with a uh, fucked up sense of humor. But um, I think the only one there's two that made me nervous actually. Like uh, the Jordan Belford interview. Uh, I interviewed him actually too. That's how we got that. Uh, that's why I did that sound clip. Uh, that interview was like I was nervous as fuck. That dude's like like heroic and shit. And that was a good movie. And then like um, and then Sublime with Rome made me nervous too for some reason. Sublime was like one of my favorite bands as a kid. So I, those he's a Sublime fan. I take it all back. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck him. He's like Sublime. Do not vote for Sublime fans. God, can you imagine if a Sublime fan ends up in government? Oh, God. Walking around in flip-flops, smoking weed. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. no. Can we please vote on this bill, please? Or do we have to have another session? You didn't bring your guitar again. Please, no more Sublime covers, please. No. Stop playing Sublime. Oh, no. Now they're doing hacky sack. Oh, God. Those are the only two that ever made me nervous. I'd say those are probably the most exciting, but they're all awesome in their own ways. It's just a good vibe. I mean, it's basically an excuse to talk to anybody you want to in the world. Yeah, and, and you and you are a... What's funny is, like, you are a local guy from St. Louis, correct? Local guy you're, from St. Louis. Yeah, you're originally from St. Louis. And so, I mean, you are... With, with St. Louis, since you don't really hear about... I mean, with St. Louisans, it's more like sports stars that we have and stuff like that. They kind of make it in the mainstream. They're not really in the Kitty B in the chat. Lady has the right idea, but does he put away his carts? Don't worry. I've got some cart narcs. It's been a while since we've done cart narcs. I've got some cart narcs coming up in the second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen. The revolution is gaining speed. And the naysayers will hear us fucking roar. Because this is the thing. <clears throat> the cart narcs and what they represent as far as I'm concerned, is one of the legit one of the last legitimately righteous movements on planet Earth. And I'm proud to say that I support the Cartonarchs. Like, I don't know about you. I fucking wear that as a badge of honor, man. I'm 110% on board with the righteous crusade of the Cartonarchs. And we will take no prisoners. But you know, when you stand for good, you attract evil evil finds you and i have noticed lately a little bit of mumblings a little bit of murmurs a little bit of little bit of scallow but scallow is that was that i can't remember the fucking word a little bit of tomfoolery scuttlebutt that's the word a little bit of scuttlebutt around you know people starting to get yeah 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 fuck the cat next i do it i want you know what we have to rise above that shit because evil will find a way to infiltrate unless we remain strong. And we are righteous. We are correct. Scuttlebutt. Exactly. Shame. So we're going to cover the Cartnarks in the second half of the show. The, the, the movement, the crusade is gaining ground. So let's carry on here with the next congressional candidate from St. Louis, Anthony Rogers, who I, I hope he wins. Because wait until I show you who he's running against from the Democrat Party. Oh, yes. It's going to make it even better when he wins. The entertainment Yeah, they're industry. not really You're in the entertainment. Really, you have your Nellies and whatever, right. but you don't hear that St. Louis is the spot to go to if you're trying to film movies Ex or exactly like and and so but you're you're you know cozying up to guys you know you're interviewing uh you know mainstream you know celebrity like Jordan Belfort uh you're interviewing uh porn stars you're interviewing uh you're interviewing sublime you know I mean which is which is crazy um 
I mean, how it's crazy, how, you know, man? Did you play hacky sack, bro? Get get to that, get to that place. What do you think was the key to your success? I think just ambition, man. I'm still. I just always. I'm just always working, man. I work till like seven in the morning on some nights. You know, I'm just like I'm working constant all my stuff. I mean, he's a hard worker. Another reason to vote for Anthony Rogers if you're in this district. I also own, um, I work till seven in the morning, so he's a night. He's a night guy. I, I say I like the night guys. I'm a night guy. I'm a night shift guy. Always have been. So the daytime. I hate the daytime. I'm a vampire, basically. Sunlight hurts. Sunlight burns my eyes. So I'm I'm far more awake at nighttime. Like even during the day, I'm half asleep all the time. It's just the way I'm I'm wired. I don't really wake up until the sun goes down. He works till seven in the morning. Night guy. I also own the samelosttimes.com. I uh, email books, some other shit. Like I, I basically sad. I mean, I just constantly work, man. And I just like don't listen to all these people crying and saying I can't do stuff. You know what I mean? It's like so that, that RFT article you brought before the interview, like uh, that 2017 article, that would have crushed most people probably. Like just to be called, just to be called names. Like uh, they call me like all these crazy, like liberal, like pussy ass names. And like, uh, they're just inaccurate. And then like that would crush a normal person. I think, but me, I think like, uh, I, I, I laugh when people are mad almost. I, that's my entertainment is pissing people off almost. Oh, I like him. I like him. So he works hard. In 2017, there was an article about him, and they were calling what was what was the quote? Crazy ass liberal names, and it's uh, like most people would be crushed by that. That's entertaining for me, pissing people off. Oh, I, I definitely like, like it. Pussy ass names, and like uh, pussy ass names. The <laughs> article you brought before the interview, like uh, that 2017 article, that would have crushed most people probably. Like just to be called, just to be called names. Like uh, they call me like all these crazy like liberal like pussy ass names, and like uh, they're just inaccurate. And then, like, that would crush a normal person, I think. But me, I think, like, uh, I, I, I laugh when people are mad almost. I, that's my entertainment is pissing people off almost. Yeah! And then I think just, like, uh, I think just blind ambition and being stupid and delusional enough to keep fighting for it, you know? Oh, fucking like this guy. Oh, say can you see? <laughs> He's a hero. God, I hope he wins. So I've got more for you because this is fantastic. For, for the people like The Hill, this is this is a case of out of the fry pan and into the fire. Have a listen to this. GOP House candidate publishes 23-page report claiming George Floyd death was a deep fake video, but it's not him. They're talking about the woman he defeated, right? <clears throat> Have a listen to this. A Republican, so the, they, they focused their outrage on the woman of colour. Big mistake. <laughs> that was your first mistake, corporate media. A Republican candidate running for a St. Louis area house seat has published a 23-page document outlining a conspiracy theory that the footage of George Floyd's death in police custody, which has ignited weeks of protest, was staged to inflame racial tensions. We conclude that no one in the video is really one person, but rather they are all digital composites of two or more real people to form completely new digital persons using deep fake technology. Winnie Hartstrong, who is running against uh, Lacey Clay, wrote, so look, she hasn't even won the nomination yet, and they were so confident that she would win and would face Lacey Clay in the election. Now, Lacey Clay, the Democrat, she also lost. She was a 10-term congresswoman. She got defeated by a communist. It's fucking amazing what's happening in this seat. <laughs> but the corporate press doing what they do, 
completely blind to the fact that they have nominations to win first. Oh, Winnie Hartstrong is running against Lacey Clay. Winnie Hartstrong is a conspiracy theorist. And they completely got it wrong. Winnie Hartstrong lost and Lacey Clay lost. <coughs> but it gets better, this story. The document, which Hartstrong claims was written with the aid of citizen investigators, alleges Floyd died long before May 25th, 25. It also repeats a conspiracy theory that Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer charged with second-degree murder in Floyd's death, is in fact cash cab host Ben Bailey. That is quite a conspiracy. Fucking good on him. I, I do love a good conspiracy. Now, have a listen to this. Clay is heavily favoured to win, regardless of who is ultimately his Republican opponent. Uh, Lacey Clay, that's the guy, the Democrat. The, with the Cook political report ranking the district as D plus 29, he won his 2018 election with 80% of the vote. But here's the thing. Clay didn't even win his nomination phase against another Democrat. So don't give me this shit. Oh, Clay's a shoe in Clay can't lose. It's a heavily Democrat district. He won with 80% of the vote. He lost his own nomination race. So obviously a very popular guy, right? Right? They're going to take an ass whooping so it don't make no difference. Mike Jones, a St. Louis political analyst and race and politics race and politics columnist for St. Louis American. Uh, here we go. Hartstrong's only... <laughs> this is why it's so good. So they're attacking uh, Minnie Hartstrong for her publishing of this 28-page report about George Floyd's death being a conspiracy theory, right? Have a listen to this. Hartstrong's only current primary opponent is podcaster and comedian Anthony Rogers, who would go on to win, who touts endorsements from notorious horror movie director Yui Boll and Trump associate Roger Stone. <laughs> Rogers wrote a 2014 Thought Catalog post saying Michael Brown had been doing, quote, hood rat shit <laughs> at the time of his death in Ferguson. So they were criticizing Anthony Rogers' opponent for saying the George Floyd death was a conspiracy and a, a deep fake and a cover-up. The guy who ended up winning said Michael Brown was killed because he was, quote, doing hood rat shit. <laughs> and he won by spending $28 on the campaign. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hood rat shit. <laughs> All of the links we refer to tonight will be in the show notes of course ladies and gentlemen so i want to introduce you to anthony rogers's opponent in this race the woman who defeated lacey clay a 10 turn 10 term congressman have a look at this who do you, who is your money on anthony rogers you've seen anthony rogers now let's see who he's up against <laughs> Celebrations late into the night as Democratic nominee Cori Bush beat incumbent Lacey Kay for Missouri's, Missouri's U.S. representative seat. It came down to the wire with Bush taking 49% of the vote. Now this morning, our political editor, Casey Nolan, joins us live with one of the biggest surprises to come out of that primary. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, Rennie. Absolutely, it was a surprise. In fact, I think it was probably... Uh, fix your audio. ...even a surprise to some of... <clears throat> Cori Bush's most faithful supporter. She didn't just win her first ever congressional Democratic primary, which in this 
Missouri's first district essentially decides the race it has for de for decades, but she really? beat 10 term Congressman Lacey Clay. This is without a doubt the race people are talking about in the St. Louis area around the state and even getting some national attention. Here's video of Cori Bush late last night when she was when she was what? <laughs> what happened? The audio dropped out there. When she was fucked about in the St. Louis area around the state and even getting some national attention. Here's video of Cori Bush late last night when she was Ooh. <laughs> when she was uh, I I pray to pray to the good Lord that the next words out of his mouth were when she was fucking doing some hood rat shit. But I don't think that was that she had made history. If Cori Bush is a name that is new to some people at home, well, she is well known to those in the streets protesting, and not just this year, but going all the uh, way back to 2014. Oh, uh, she's been protesting for, she's been protesting a long way back, ever since 2014, she's been protesting on the streets. She ran on police reform, criminal yep. justice yep. reform, she su supports a lot of what is in the Green News. Yes, but does she have any porn stars endorsing her $28 campaign? I think not. Deal that we hear a lot about. Ms. Bush tried to take on Lacey Clay last time and lost by 20 points. Last night, she pulled off the upset. Here is a little of what she had to say after she won. Let's hear what she has to say. Come on. The message is everybody gets to, gets to be represented. I want to sit down with all of these different groups that make up our community uh -huh. and, and, and see what the need is and yep. then work through that. It's not about me. It's about all of us. Right. And that's how, we, that's how this will go for the next two years. Seems like average, regular, plain, bland, old political talk to me. It's not about me. It's about all of you. I want to sit down with all of the groups and I'm going to represent everybody. Everybody going to be represented by my government. I'm going to look after all of y'all. I want to sit down with all of the groups that make up this amazing community. And I'm going, we're going to work together, baby. It's not going to be me. It's going to be all of us. Now, I want you to compare that with our with our friend here, <laughs> with our friend Anthony Rogers, who she will be running against, who spent $28 on his campaign. Listen to the way he talks about, uh, you know, what he's about. I think, like, uh, the porn stars are always my favorite because, like, they're more real and they, like, they, uh, they just, like, say, like, they're just cool with a uh, fucked up sense of humor. But um, I think the only one, there's two that made me nervous, actually. Like, uh, the Jordan Belford interview, uh, I interviewed him, actually, too. That's how we got that, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, so that, that RFT article we brought before the interview, like, uh, that 2017 article, that would have crushed most people, probably. Like, just to be called, just to be called names, like, uh, they call me, like, all these crazy, like, liberal, like, pussy-ass names. And, like, uh, they're just inaccurate. And then, like, that would crush a normal person, I think. But me, I think, like, uh, I, I, I laugh when people are mad, almost. I, that's my entertainment, is pissing people off, almost. So on the one hand, he's already defeated one woman of colour, hasn't he? So he's already got a notch on his belt. <laughs> I don't think he's fearful of her at all. Because you know what they're going to say. They're going to drag out that old, you know, thing that he wrote in 2014. In 2014, when she was protesting in the streets, apparently, getting angry about stuff, he was writing articles saying that Michael Brown was doing hood rat shit. <laughs> so they're going to drag that out. They're going to write articles. They're going to call him a whole bunch of names, right? You're going to hit, in his words, pussy-ass liberal names. And he, like he said, most people would be crushed by that, but I enjoy pissing people off. 
And what does this lovely young lady bring to the table? She brings to the table the same regular old tired political speech that you've heard a million times before and you know is bullshit. I'm going to sit down with everybody. It's not about me. It's about all of you. This, I will represent everybody. I'm going to talk to everyone. I'm going to represent the community. The community's behind us. Blah, blah, fucking blah. Versus, yeah, they they wrote a whole bunch of shit about me, but that would crush most people. But to be honest, I don't give a fuck. And I really enjoy pissing people off. I know who I like better. <laughs> How about you? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we will be following very closely the progress of Anthony Rogers, who has won nomination for the Republican Party in the 1st District of Missouri by spending a grand total of $28. Absolute sensational, heroic story from rags, a rags to riches story. All right. What else have we got here? Oh, yes, this is a very serious... This is a very serious one. This one was sent through by Amberlina. This is something we definitely need to cover. Because wearing the mask, not wearing the mask, you know, it's a debate that people are having. But are people considering the real victims here of the whole mask wearing, you know, the mandated mask wearing? By real victims, I mean, of course, women. The women are the real victims. Are masks giving men a license to leer? <laughs> women report a rise in, quote, aggressive eye contact. He's raping me with his eyes. Women report a rise in aggressive eye contact since... Face coverings become commonplace as an expert. I'd love to know who these experts are. As an expert warns, quote, they provide anonymity for threatening behavior. <laughs> By the way, uh, it's wrong to ban the burqa. <laughs> we wouldn't want to give anonymity for aggressive behavior. <laughs> Women across the country are reporting a rise in aggressive eye contact. <laughs> believe this is a story <laughs> winning tv with a diamond men are the victims maybe we need to be leering at ugly make the uh, the ugly girls deserve eye rape too <laughs> i hope that doesn't get clipped <laughs> oh well fuck it who cares who cares burn it all down see see how happy you can be when you take the black pill did he just say that ugly girls deserve to be eye raped yes he did oh well, whatever he doesn't care anymore. He's given up. <laughs> Women across the country are reporting a rise in aggressive eye contact since the introduction of face coverings in some public places, ladies and gentlemen. New laws introduced over the weekend force customers to wear masks in all shops, stations, banks, and post offices, while it is also mandatory to wear coverings on public transport. But many women have been sharing stories online of, quote, aggressive eye contact. <laughs> Women. Hello? <clears throat> Hello? <laughs> Are you insane? Joanne G with a diamond. I see another feminist march in our future. Yes, but they're all just, they'll all just be wearing blindfolds. <laughs> 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 
Just 5,000, 50,000 women walking down the street wearing blindfolds to protest against aggressive eye contact, stub, you know, stumbling into things and tripping over park benches. It'll be amazing. Can't wait. <laughs> they have to have one person out the front going, no, no, to the left. Move to the left. Ah, oh, man, she ran into that bin. <laughs> but many women have been sharing stories online of aggressive eye contact and hard staring. Oh, yeah, my staring is so hard right now. From men wearing masks, with one tweeting, grown men staring at you with a mask on... Grown men staring at you with a mask on is worse than when they don't have a mask. I don't know. I don't know. What's the point of even... What, why do we even care about these people anymore? UN Women UK Executive Director. There's a job title. Claire Bennett. Uh, Claire Barnett. <laughs> Fascist hippie in the chat. How hard? <laughs> hard enough, it would seem, to be aggressive. She told female, quote, As we work to build back better following lockdown, we need to prevent the lack of witness of antisocial behaviour due to less populated public spaces as well as the anonymity face coverings can provide, leading to further rises in harassment and threatening actions towards women, girls, and minoritized groups. Oh, God. See, these people are so, they're too smart for their own good. They can't even just say minorities. No, no, we have to make it sound even more wanky and we'll call them minoritized groups. Give me a fucking break. Kitty B in the chat. If no one was looking at them, they would complain too and they would say they are being antisocial. Exactly! Exactly. The face coverings mean that men don't find me attractive anymore and I'm struggling with that. It's really hard. People aren't paying attention to me because I'm wearing a face mask. Why even bother wearing makeup anymore? This, listen to this. This will require widespread changes in attitudes and behavior because of people apparently using aggressive eye contact. The UN female director, whatever the fuck she is, she probably earns $200,000 a year to come up with shit like this. You know, somebody with a job title at the UN because apparently there's a report of aggressive eye contact due to women wearing masks. I, I can't even believe I'm reading this. <clears throat> she says, and I quote, This will require widespread changes in attitudes and behaviour, creating an understanding that behaviour like unwanted and persistent staring is intimidating and that we have a role to play in making our public spaces more inclusive. <laughs> Jim Enwood in the chat, a woman complaining? Get out of here. <laughs> They, here's the rub, right? They really aren't going to be satisfied. They're not going to be happy. Like, all jokes aside, there are people amongst us who are not going to be satisfied until we are all completely dead silent and just staring at our shoes. You know, you are being regressed into a nervous five-year-old. All of your behaviours need to be checked and monitored and adjusted. 
You need to be treated like children by the police, by the authorities, by the politicians who feed you nothing but empty, positive garbage, which doesn't mean anything. Well, if you're a good boy, if you're a good little boy and a good little girl and do what you're told, maybe we'll let you go to the theatre again. Hmm? Maybe we'll let you go to the restaurants again if you do what you're told. Yes, yes. And they really won't be happy. They are, they are regulating human interaction. This is so much bigger than, oh, we need to save lives. You just have to look at it objectively. Take a step out of like the bullshit debates about should you wear a mask or shouldn't you wear a mask and blah, 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 blah. All of that side issue stuff. Human interaction is being regulated. How you interact with one another. They have reached so far into our lives that they are now telling us we need to stop. You, you need to stare at the floor. You can't say this. You can't say that. You need to stand on the X. Keep six feet apart, right? Don't sit here on the train. Sit there. Basic human behavior is now being regulated by the public servants. And, you know, more than half of the population is cheering it. They love being treated like idiot children. They love being treated like farm animals. And some people will not be satisfied until the only thing you're allowed to do in public is stare at the ground and not talk. Like an like an autonomous uh, an automaton, a soulless drone, is how you're supposed to behave in the new normal. They won't be satisfied until that day, when everybody is too afraid to say anything, so nobody says anything, and where even looking at somebody can be considered a form of oppression. Until that day comes, they will not stop. So. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a quick five-minute break. You're listening to the Friday. Thank you for the hosting, UK Neil. I'm going to take a quick five-minute break. I'll be back with the second half of the show. You're here on a Friday night on the Daily Boogie. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to re-immerse ourselves in the world of cartonarchery. So stick around. I'll be back soon. Friday night, Daily Boogie podcast. See you in a bit. your novelty comedy songs organic handmade with painstaking care put into every note well look no further than irrational times using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later irrational times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level new songs and sketches every week so check it out. Idiot boogie bumper. Idiot boogie bumper. Really giving that one a workout? Come on. <laughs> Dlive.tv slash JJ Stone. And we love JJ here on the show. Thank you. 
It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Inverted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in in their millions right around the world. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with the good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. Why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, come on, you secretly really love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. There's a weekly live stream that doesn't sugarcoat it for you. Join Major Tom Saturdays at 10 p.m. for the Big Empty. That's Major underscore Tom on DLive. Make sure to use zeros for O's because your life really is that hard. Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, Y-Censored, affectionately known as Electrolux. 
the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee evening, some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go. Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for sticking around. As we roll into the weekend here on the Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie broadcast. Um, just a quick reminder, Joy of Pessy tonight, the Midnight Riff Party is tonight. We're uh, doing a movie, Batman and Robin tonight, Joy of Pessy, dlife.tv slash Joy of Pessy. You've also got Irrational Times coming up later on, Coffee Talk with Sandra, uh, Nightwave Radio. Saturday, the Big Empty, I think, is hosting the Midnight Riff Party. It's all very complicated, all of the little relationships. <laughs> Big empty dlive.tv slash major underscore Tom with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. Um, and then, of course, you've got Winning TV on Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, from 8 p.m. Uh, the Sunday night shit show with Spent D and Frozen Asian and a couple of other people like Dead Jedi do random streams from time to time playing some rock and roll, baby. So plenty of stuff to keep you going until Monday when we return here on the Daily Boogie. So... I just want to do a couple of quick shout-outs before we get to our main topic tonight. 
uh, i.e. why people who don't take their carts back should be hung, drawn and quartered. Little shout out here. First of all, follow Q representing the Daily Boogie bumper sticker. Have a look at that, huh? Right up there with Soul Memes. Actually, I'm just a little bit below Soul Memes. That's fine. I don't mind being underneath Soul. That's cool. Anytime. <laughs> Soul Memes and the Daily Boogs being represented on the bumper of Follow Q. Thank you so much. And if you would like to get yourself an authentic, genuine, one of a kind, well, it's not really one of a kind. Authentic, genuine Daily Boogie bumper sticker. Head to the store, uh, teespring.com slash stores slash, there's a link in my shit. Just look in my shit somewhere. There's a link in there. You'll find it. If you want to get yourself some Daily Boogie merch, a bumper sticker, a shirt. Actually, I think it was Steph gave me the idea of, um, he said, you should have like a, a boogie stand flag, like the sticker that we have in the chat. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's not a bad idea, actually. We need to come up with a flag for boogie stand. But it shouldn't just be like my avatar and boogie stand written on it. It needs to look like a national flag. It has to be black, mostly, of course. But we need some kind of flag design which represents boogie stand. And like there has to be thought into, put into it. You know what I mean? Even the most simple flag, like just say the three colors flag, those three colors represent things. So we need to come up with some kind of flag for the nation of boogie stand. And then I'll put that in the store as well. And you can fly at the Boogie Stand flag proudly. <laughs> the Micro Nation of Boogie Stand. You never know. Remember when we covered the Micro Nations? We might one day get to go to a Micro Nation convention and represent our nation, our proud monarchy of Boogie Stand. Black flag with a cart. <laughs> but it can't look like an actual cart. It has to look like, you know, a flag version of a cart. Desert Cat with the diamond challenge accepted. There you go. It's all right. So, uh, how about this? What we can make a little contest of it if you want. Just off the top of my head, do you want to make a contest? We can have a designer boogie stand flag contest. And whoever the winner is, whoever wins the boogie stand flag contest, all right. Well, fuck it. We're doing it. We will have a competition to design a flag for boogie stand. And like we'll get we'll get the flag designs in. We'll let people vote on it. Whichever one you know people like the most will become the flag of Boogie Stand. We'll do it completely democratically. And yes, we need to come up with a prize. I'll speak to uh, the Glass Master Evil Ian because he's our go-to for prizes here on this show. We'll come up with some kind of prize for the whoever designs the Boogie Stand flag that ends up being picked up, and we'll also put it in the store so people can purchase it. There you go. We've just decided. Um, so I'll think about it over the, like, I don't, I, I don't really want a time limit because, you know, I don't want you to rush it. So maybe like, I'll think about it over the weekend and then I'll come back on Monday with more details. And maybe we'll like, we'll leave it open for like a month or something. You have a month to get your entries in. Design the flag, get a free flag. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Get a free flag if you design the flag. Fucking oath can definitely do that but like i said i want it to look like an actual it I, it can't look cartoony you know what i mean i want it to look like a real flag like a real national flag whatever that means so you know it can't just be like a, a you can't just be like a fucking clip art but, uh shopping cart on the flag you know what I mean? we're more than shopping carts but if that was what you were thinking can't just be a clip art on a, of a shopping of a shopping cart on a black flag it has to look like a national flag, so keep that in mind. I want it to. I want it to look legit. 
it the goal should be that when you're flying the boogie stand flag people will ask you oh wow what country is that right that's the way it has to look it has to look legit you want people to say what country is that and you can say it's the nation of boogie stand the kingdom of boogie stand <laughs> how many entries per person uh i don't know like i said we'll think about it a cart of arms very very good jim word. <laughs> very clever <laughs> I'll think about it over the weekend. It might just have to be one, maybe two. But I'll come back to you on Monday and we'll announce something more concrete for the boogie stand flag design. But there's Follow Q representing the bumper sticker. Thank you so much. And I did just want to do one quick little shout-out before we get to the Cartnarks. Um, most of you don't follow the starting block, which is completely understandable because it's a terrible show. It's pointless. There's no point listening to it. It's completely inverted and narcissistic. And it's basically just an hour of in-jokes that nobody gets, unless you're one of the four or five people who have been listening to it since the beginning. Nobody else understands the jokes. So, and I'm, I'm proud to say that I'm part of the starting block <laughs> with my best mate, Greeno. And I just wanted to give a quick little shout-out to Greeno, give Greeno a little promo. And by the way, um, rocking, the new, rocking the new design there, Greeno's avatar designed by the very talented Mr. Ballysong. Give Mr. Ballysong a follow on Twitter for any of your artistic uh, needs and requirements. I sent him an actual photo of Greeno and I said, can you do like, do your thing and turn him into a cartoon? And that's Greeno on the left. And it, it legit looks like him, of course, in a cartoon fashion. So Mr. Ballysong knocking it out of the park once again. So thank you to Mr. Ballysong for that. But I just wanted to play this short clip. If you're not listening to The Starting Block, you can subscribe on DLive, dlive.tv slash The Starting Block, one word. Drop the K at the end. Um, give Greeno some love on Twitter at The Starting Block. And this is the kind of thing that you'll hear if you listen to The Starting Block, which is on like 5.30 a.m. East Coast time <laughs> on, a, on a Friday morning. The worst possible time to do a podcast. But it's 7.30 p.m., Friday night here for us. So it's the only time that we can do it. So if you're not tuning in, you're missing out. This is a little bit of the block for you. Just to give Greeno a little bit of love. Brings me to what I'm cancelling this week, Damo. Yeah. We've got to cancel coconuts and coconut water. Oh, coconut water as well. Yeah, because anything that has the word coconut in it is mm. is technically a racial slur. Ah. So the rules are you can't say you can't say any words like coon cheese. Because yep. remember the coon cheese the whole debacle. That's what got me thinking about this. Yes. Is if we're cancelling coon cheese that's named after a guy named Coon because the word coon in a different connotation can be offensive. That's right. Coconut is offensive to our Pacific Island brothers and sisters. I like it. So we need to ban not just coconut water, anything that has the word coconut in it. All coconut so, repla re uh, related products. So coconut flakes, coconut dust. How about the coconut yeah. rough, Greeno? Coconut rough is gone, unfortunately. Oh, We're going to wow. have to refer to it as the Pacific Island rough. <laughs> Give me in the chats asking, what about an almond joy? That's got to go. Uh, no, that's different. But does that's it have, if, if it's got coconut like on the label somewhere though? No, but it's to... an almond, right? Yeah, but does it have coconut in it? Well, it, you, I think you can still keep the almond joy. You've just got to remove the coconut. So we take the ingredients out now. Either the ingredient or you've got to rename the ingredient. Okay, so we're not calling... So it's an Almond Joy filled with the delicious taste of Pacific Islands. The Pacific Islands. Okay. Yep, spot on. Pacific Islands native fruit. Okay. Something like that. Now, now we can't use the word fruit because that's going to be offensive to the homosexuals. 
Oh yeah, we can't use fruit. Okay, uh, <laughs> so we can't have fruit in the Pacific. Fruits in the Pacific Islands. Okay, no, fair call. Uh, <laughs> can we use the word nut? Is it, no, because that has a sexual connotation. That has a sexual greener. connotation. That promotes rape friend. culture. That might be rape culture. Okay, how cool. how well, about how about Pacific Island non-vegetables? No, that no, would be offensive. Because vegetables in yeah. relation to people who are brain dead, we can't Correct. use that. Oh, jeez. Uh, we'll have to workshop it. We've really <laughs> opened up Pandora's box on this one. Shit, we, can we even say box? I don't, I don't That's a vaginal box. reference. I think we're not even allowed to. We're going to have to eradicate the, the, the coconut in general. The English language. Because there's, there's no way. We should just communicate we... with grunts. Oh, wait, that'll be offensive <laughs> to the Tongans. <laughs> I love this segment. <laughs> That'll be offensive to the Pacific Islanders if we just grunt at each other. We can't just grunt at each other. Exactly. You're stealing my fucking language, bro. Well, there you have it. It's it's a lot harder to be woke and cancel culture than it seems. You know what I mean? It's a lot more difficult than we first thought. So we have a segment every week. We're trying to stay one step ahead of the cancel people by canceling the next thing before they can do it as a means of getting more podcast listeners. Like, we want to confect outrage about something that they haven't even thought of yet. <clears throat> it's it's very difficult because they're very good at what they do. They cancelled the Golden Girls. They cancelled Kindergarten Cop this week, right? So we thought, we'll get rid of the coconuts. <laughs> but, like, trying to replace it, it's, very, it's a minefield out there. It's very difficult to be woke. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's the starting block with uh, Greeno and myself. Early, early, early on a Friday morning or on a Friday night, if you're listening from Australia, let's do it. It's time to revisit the carton arcs, ladies and gentlemen. The coconut crab is racist. Yes, it's it's racist and it's also slut-shaming Frozen Asian, asking about coconut crabs. Because <laughs> you're also talking about a sexually transmitted disease there. So that's that's doubly offensive. And it's also coming from an Asian man. You didn't even mention mathematics in your post. So I, I don't even know where to begin with you, sir. Holy cow. So let's get back to it. The important battle of the day. That is the Cartnarks, ladies and gentlemen. And a tip of the hat to the Cartnarks. They've been doing some incredible work recently. And like I said, the great kingdom of Boogistan is 100% on board with Cartnarkery. It is the only rule that we enforced enforce in Boogistan with an iron fist. We believe, you know, you can do what <clears throat> pretty much whatever you want in Boogistan, except engage in anti-social parking lot behavior. If you're not parking between those lines, if you're not returning your cart to the cart corral, you will be dealt with by the roaming death squads of Boogistan. You will be dealt swift, brutal justice unapologetically. That is the, the decree from me, your Royal Highness, the King of Boogistan. So the Cardnarks uploaded this little clip because I think they've been getting hold of some of the scuttlebutt around cart narking lately as well a bit of resistance out there a few people who aren't willing to do the decent common thing the respectable thing and take their cart back people i wouldn't even call them people i would call them savages animals yeah definitely people not deserving of basic human rights put it that way people who don't return their carts yes exactly monica directly to the gulag with you no we don't have gulags it's too expensive we just dispense with you immediately and we dispose of you in the skip bin behind the back of the Walmart. <laughs> you get picked up and taken away. No funeral service, nothing. We don't even announce it. You're just gone. <clears throat> Disappeared. So I think the Cartnarks have been dealing with some of the scuttlebutt. They uploaded this very short clip to their YouTube page 
late last week. Have a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. If this doesn't scare you straight, then nothing will. Let me ask Dr. Mike Dow, who I trust on these issues, to explain the psychology behind this phenomenon and why it leads to parking lot rage. I mean, what is the deal? What is going on inside a person's brain that makes them think that they shouldn't return a cart the way they're supposed to return it? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Oz. <coughs> Dr. Oz, ladies and gentlemen, is mainstreaming cart narkery. <laughs> cart. <laughs> this crusade, this battle that we picked up a few months ago that has been carried on by the Cartnarks for years now has now made it all the way to the Dr. Oz program. Now we need to psychologically analyse the sick, demented mind of the person who would not return their cart. <laughs> Let me ask Dr. Mike Dow, who I trust in these this issues, is to explain the psychology behind this. We're, we're making a difference, guys. <laughs> We're making the world a better place. Phenomenon and why it leads to parking lot rage. I mean, what is the deal? What is going on inside a person's brain that makes them think that they shouldn't return a cart the way they're supposed to return it? Good question. Yeah, so they're going from zero to 100 in no time flat. So conscientiousness is one of the big five personality traits. People who are not going to return their cart score very low on this. So they are... They're selfish, inhuman assholes. I think he meant to say. People who don't finish what they start, they also have a big problem with rules and things like, <laughs> you should put that shopping cart back. They don't finish what they start. <laughs> uh, they're also at very high risk of antisocial behavior. Hey! <laughs> oh, come on now. This is exactly what we were saying on this show months ago. That people who leave the cart out, it's an indication of a deeper problem. We floated this theory months ago that people who leave their cart out would end up becoming like genocidal dictators if their behaviour isn't nipped in the fucking bud. So we want to make the world a better place by policing the parking lot because that's where all the problems start. You can identify the problem people in society by seeing who returns their cart and who does not. <laughs> yeah, Jim N-Word in the chat. Great idea. Absolutely do not donate this clip to Royce on his show. Absolutely do not do that. Do not flood Royce's donations with this clip. <laughs> I do not endorse that behaviour. <laughs> Winning TV with a diamond. Next mission, guys. Who threw litter out of BMWs? We'll move on to that once we settle the cart narc problem. But one one step at a time here in the kingdom of Boogie Stan. <laughs> you absolutely must not share this with Royce constantly. Who are not going to return their cart score very low on this. So they are people who don't finish what they start. They also have a big problem with rules and things like, you should put that shopping cart back. Uh, they're also at very high risk of antisocial behavior, anti criminal behavior. behavior, what we see. Criminal behavior. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a big day because we now have scientific evidence that we are correct as well as the moral evidence that we are correct. We are righteous. We are truth seekers. We are scientific. We are on the side of science and we are on the side of fucking history. God is on our side. And if God can be, if, if Oz can be with us, who can be against us? <laughs> Iceman4433, don't forget to give Iceman a follow. Recently became an affiliate on DLive. Congratulations, sir. Tip of the hat. 
Agent Sebastian should be chief carts in Boogie Stand. We might we we can try to lure uh, Agent Sebastian over for some kind of consultation role, but that's only until we transition Phil because Phil's already nominated to be the cart narcoteer in Boogie Stand, the chief of the cart patrols. That's going to be his job. Now we can bring uh, Agent Sebastian in to do like a bit of transition, a little bit of education, maybe the finer points of cart narcotery, but he'll only be there on a short-term consulting basis and then Phil will take over full-time. So we do have a plan for that <laughs> in the great nation, the great kingdom of Boogie Stand. <clears throat> so we now have scientific evidence that people who leave their carts out are prone to antisocial and criminal behaviour. We always knew it on this show. We knew it. But now we just have, it's just another another piece of evidence to reference in our great righteous crusade. are also at very high risk of antisocial behavior, Correct. criminal behavior, what we see here. Yeah. And yeah. there's a little bit of overlap between some mental illnesses. So people who don't return their carts are mentally ill. <laughs> we did it, guys. We did it. Ah, I'm going to enjoy this sip of Pepsi. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. We have now got into the mainstream. People who do not return their carts are mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stopping us. Uh, Minister of Fun, Kimmy with a diamond, taking applications for person to eliminate cart defenders. No, no, you don't have the killer instinct. I'm sorry. We're going to need some brutal psychopath to deal with the brutal psychopaths. You're too nice. <laughs> You'll let them off. You can't have that. <laughs> We're going to have to get like one of the reformed cart criminals, brainwash them into becoming a cart narc, and they can be the ones to deal with the people who leave their carts out. <laughs> Cabaret, the Venn diagram of lunatics, criminals, and cart abusers is a circle. Yes. Cart, cart criminality is a flat circle, man. One more time. Scientific evidence that we are on the right side of history. Are back. Uh, they're also at very high risk of antisocial behavior, criminal behavior, what we see here. And there's a little bit of overlap between some mental illnesses. So ADHD. Winning TV with a diamond. Qualifications in uh, applications must be a very good shot. Yes, that's a good start. Kimmy said she's just taking applications. Okay. So, cart narcs now are on the front foot because we have the upper hand. We're winning this war. <clears throat> People are starting to take up the cause. The cart narcs are coming at this from all angles, and I'm happy to promote this. The cart narcs have started putting out educational material for the children because it's all well and good to deal with the adults, the mentally ill adults who don't return their cart. <laughs> the mentally ill potentially dangerous criminals who don't return their cards. But what if we can stop this before it blossoms into antisocial behaviour? And I think we do that through education. There's many prongs to this. We need to shame the adults who don't engage in appropriate cart behaviour. And we need to educate people before they become cart criminals. Education is always the key to a better world. So the cart narcs have been putting out this educational material for children to educate them on how to become good, productive members of society, especially in the parking lot. Have a look. <laughs> Mommy, that man's leaving his cart in the middle of the parking spot all willy-nilly. <gasps> that old lady 
Daddy's gonna die. It's amazing. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear the hero in the cartoon make the cart knock siren noise? Beep, 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 beep. Again, it's all about educating the younger folks, guys. Yeah. Excuse me, sir, but that's not where the carts go. Shut up and mind your own business. (laughs) (laughs) Boo! Agent Sebastian is cut, isn't he? I, For some reason, I don't think that this is an accurate cartoonic res- uh, representation of Agent Sebastian. I'm just putting that out there, but it doesn't matter. It's about education. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Kevin Ray in the chat. Is Royce in this? <laughs> there he is. He's wearing a wig so he can throw people off. Because when he engages in... You know, anti-social cart criminality. Royce likes to cover up his true identity because <laughs> he's got to live in this community. <laughs> he's like a peeping tom. He wears he wears a he wears a disguise when he goes to the parking lot, so you know the friends and family and people in the community don't recognise that it's him engaging in this criminal uh, behaviour, which we now know thanks to the Doctor Oz program is also a precursor for what? And there's a little bit of overlap between some mental illnesses, so. It's also an overlap with some mental illnesses. Also at very high risk of antisocial behavior, criminal behavior, what we see here. And there's a little bit of problem with rules and things like, you should put that shopping cart back. Uh, They're also at very high risk of antisocial behavior, criminal behavior, what we see here. And there's a little bit of overlap between some mental illnesses, so. There you go. Scientific evidence. Yes. And that's why it doesn't pay to be a lazy bones. I want you inside me, Cartnark. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other upside of being a good, responsible Cartnarketeer, ladies and gentlemen. You get pussy, apparently, according to this cartoon. <laughs> One more time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, that man is leaving his cart in the middle of the parking spot all willy-nilly. <gasps> that old lady's going to die. Excuse me, sir, but that's not where the carts go. Shut up and mind your own business. And that's why it doesn't pay to be a lazy bones. I want you inside me, Cartnark. Cartnark. <laughs> They're geniuses. We're changing the world. We're winning the war, ladies and gentlemen, one parking lot at a time. Ma'am, the carts go in the cart corrals, not the parking spots. Stamp her there's a lot of There's a lot of Johnny Bravo about him, isn't there? <laughs> hey, ho, ho. Ma'am, the carts go in the cart corrals, not the parking spots. Stamp her me. I'm calling the police. I'm going to police. You clearly don't know what words mean, ma'am. We're just nicely asking you to return your cart. 
What's up with that bitch? Oh, all sorts of things, young lady, but primarily she's lazy and lashes out when confronted with her lack of personal responsibility. Yes, exactly. Exactly. She's lazy and lashes out when her lack of personal responsibility is confronted. She also may be a dangerous criminal and mentally ill, according to uh, the doctors on the Dr. Oz program. And things like, you should put that shopping cart back. Uh, they're also at very high risk of antisocial behavior, criminal behavior, what we see here. And there's a little bit of overlap between some mental illnesses. So there you go. Thank you, Cartnark. I want you inside me, Cartnark. Another, another very lucky lady. <laughs> About to feel, feel the, feel the righteousness of the Cartnark in all the right places. <clears throat> so there you go. So let's check out <clears throat> the latest entry from the Brave Warriors in the parking lot, ladies and gentlemen. Cartnarks, this this video is entitled Aurora. Let's have a look. So we got spot splitting about two happen narcotiers. Car corral here. Yep. Yep. Fully on. Ah oh, no. Engaging siren. Rip skip rip rip. Oh, the car goes. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Whoa. Oh my god, look at that car. Oh. Look at that. You know what? That is exactly the type of ride I expect somebody who doesn't return their carts to be driving. A beaten up piece of shit being held together with plastic and tape. <laughs> it's always people who have like dings and dents and scratches on their car. Have you noticed they're always the ones who leave their carts out? They, you know why? Because they're terrible drivers in the first place. They're terrible drivers and terrible people. So, when you go to a parking lot, here's a little here's a little boogie stand pro tip for you. <clears throat> I don't park in the vicinity of like how close I can get to the front door. I make sure that I try to find the nicest car in the parking lot that I can find, and I park my piece of shit next to it <laughs> because I know. The person who owns, like, see, if you came out, if you own this Porsche KN, right, and you see that thing park next to you, you are terrified because you know that person doesn't care about opening their doors on your car. They'll just bang. They'll just leave the fucking shopping cart next to your Porsche, right? So you always try to park next to a really nice car because you know that the person in the really nice car but protecting their car is not going to damage yours, right? So they're not going to open the door on your car because they don't want to hurt their car. But this fucking piece of shit here who left his cart out with the side of his car all smashed in and just a piece of tape over the window. Oh, God. God. Pathetic. <laughs> of course he's going to park, park next to the Porsche. He doesn't care. He leaves his carts wherever he wants. He drives around in something looking like that. What a disgusting individual. Of course he's going to leave his cart out. He has no he has no concern for anyone else but himself. He's a disgusting, self-centered, mentally ill person. Of that we of that we are certain now. Thank you. Thanks to the Dr. Oz program, ladies and gentlemen. Rules and things like you should put that shopping cart back. Uh, they're also 
at very high risk of antisocial behavior, criminal yep. behavior, yep. what we see here. And there's a little bit of overlap between some mental illnesses. So, Exactly. Might be, uh, might be inclined, some people. Hello, hello. That's not where the cart goes. Look at, look at, look at where they've put it. Oh, God. Like I said, in Boogie Stan, swift, brutal justice. <clears throat> swift, brutal justice. Um, do you want that? People are asking for this link. I will put it in the chat right now for you. So you can share it around, share the good word, spread the righteous message of the Cartnarks, ladies and gentlemen. There it is for you. Take that, take it home, chew on it. Get it out there. <laughs> We're making the world a better place. I've been inclined to uh, take pity on these people because of... The duct tape job. But no pity. No mercy. No mercy. Now let's apply the bumper magnet here. There we go. <laughs> so this is such a they, they just let him put the bumper. See, they don't even they don't even care enough to take the bumper the bumper magnet off the front of their car. <clears throat> That's a sign right there, isn't it? Because everybody else you see jumps out and goes, What are you doing to my car? Stop messing up my car, bro. What the fuck are you doing, you piece of shit? What are you putting on my bonnet, man? What are you putting on my car, bro? He goes up, puts the bumper magnet on their car, and they're like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. They're driving around with half of a half a sheet of fucking drop tarp on covering up one door. They don't care about a bumper magnet. That's what I mean. A bumper magnet isn't gonna do the trick on this occasion. Bumper magnet will not suffice when you're dealing with this kind of low-level individual. There's only one answer, the boogie stand answer. Swift, brutal, merciless justice. You know, some people are just, it, it pains me to say it because I'm a guy that like believes in second chances and stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not a hardliner like that. I think that people can come to the good side eventually. Remember when... Uh, Royce started his war against Cartnarketeering. Uh, I was the one saying, don't don't attack Royce. Reach out to him. Reach out. Give the olive branch. It's about education. I did allow two weeks of shaming. <laughs> I said, two weeks of shaming? Fine. But then after that, it has to be, now come with us. Let's bring him into the fold. Let's bring him onto the side of God here. It's about education and, you know, standing together with those you love, bringing them with you. So I was like, no, no, we need to educate Royce. We need to bring him along for the ride. We need to do the right thing here. It can't just be all punishment. But in saying that, when you're dealing with scum like this here, I mean, there can be no reform. You, know, you, 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 can't, you can't correct this level of mentally ill, antisocial, garbage humanity here. It, you just can't. The only way to deal with it is to get rid of it, is to eliminate it, is to wipe it off the face of the earth. <laughs> it's the only way we can handle some people. Unfortunately, pains me to say it, but some people are begging for swift, brutal cart justice. Some people are beyond education. Egregious spot split, and they're just they're just taking off with it. Egregious. That's Good word. Goes. Guys, anywhere? All right. Where are they going? Uh, no, they're going. Something tells me 
that duct tape door is a sign of oh he just raised his hands he gave me the eh. <laughs> he just gave him the finger on the way out what am i gonna do well, i don't know take back your cart like everyone else in the civilized world <laughs> and see he's on lazy bonitis exactly really tv and he's on the same you know mental track that we were thinking with the door being smashed in and the drop tarp covering the window it's an indication of other antisocial behavior and mental illness of course it is of course it is you can tell these people they advertise themselves to the world as somebody they're they're begging for punishment you know what i mean they're craving it like a serial killer who wants to get caught these flagrant cart criminals want to be dealt with they want to be punished they, they yearn for it. So the merciful thing is to give them what they want, to give them what they need and give them that brutal punishment that they are so craving. That's the humane thing to do. Put them out of their misery. Oh, yeah, yeah. That attitude uh, is definitely symbolized by that door. Oop. Sanitize first. Sanitize first. Knocks out. Yeah, we got a curb in progress, and it has been full half curb. Now, Phil, Phil is going to be the boogie stand um, cart policeman, basically. Phil, I'm going to need you to bone up on all of these terms. So that previous one, that previous case was a spot splitter. Now, this one apparently is a full half curb. I, I, I don't even know what that means. But it seems there are degrees of cart criminality. Like there's first degree murder, second degree murder, third degree murder. I think there are degrees of um, cart carting, right, that need to be dealt with on an individual basis. So I don't know how bad a full half curb is, but I'm assuming that it's pretty bad. Yes, and it has been full half curb. Full <laughs> half curb. That's not the really cart, that's the curb. Pardon me, sir. It's not where the carts go, it's up on the curb. What's that? So that the carts don't go up on the curb like that. I'm not supposed to do that. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. Tough guy. Tough guy. Huh? He's got his big truck and his big woman. He's <laughs> got his big swinging dick in the parking lot. What? I'm not, suppo I'm not supposed to do that, bro. I'm not a very judgy person, generally speaking. I'm a pretty easygoing guy, laconic guy. You know, easy come, easy go. Do on to others kind of guy. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I mean, I'm the black shirt wearing libertarian. It's like, I don't, you know, do whatever you want, man. I don't hate you. I don't hate you. You just do you, bro. So I'm not a judge a book by its cover kind of person. But I look at this and I hate this man. Visceral dark real hatred instantly like every cell in my body is it's like rejecting an organ transplant you know what i mean like it's like oh, oh i i need to get this presence this this blackened evil soul out of my universe right i hate this man instantly look at him got his uh, the nice truck don't get me wrong He's got his truck. He's impressing his girl. What? I'm not supposed to leave it there? Look at his shirt. Life is good. Yeah. 
Life's good when you're a cunt, <laughs> sir. Sorry, what? Coffee Talk with Sandra with the diamond. Better late than never. Happy Friday. No, it's not better late than never. You need to go. I want you to create a time machine and then go back in time and get here at the start of the show. But don't ruin the ending for everybody else. That's your homework for the weekend. Coffee Talk with Sandra, who will be on later on tonight. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. I hate this man. Douche chills. It's more than douche chill. It's like I said, it's like, it's like staring into the eyes of Satan when I look at him. Like I said, every cell in my body is rejecting him. On a biological level, it's like it's not even a thought that I can have. I don't think that I hate him. My spirit is telling me that this is pure evil personified. Coffee talk with Sandra. Love, love, love you. Well, thank you. Love you too. Dayton, Ohio show, life is not good if you violate cart rules. Well, he's about to find out, I hope. Let's go, that's the curb. Pardon me, sir. Full oh, half, the carts go, up on the curb. A full half curb from a full half wit. Curb. It's her truck, Jim Enward. <laughs> he's just a passenger. He's riding shotgun on that bitch. He's in the bitch seat. <laughs> What's that? So that the carts don't go up on the curb like that. I'm not supposed to do that? Oh, you know better. Now, now, now. They have the cart returns right over there. Oh. Really? You didn't know that? I'll do that for you. Just for you. Well, thank you. I'm the cart and arcade Sebastian. Pleasure to meet you guys. <laughs> I love it when they try to out-nerd him. He just doubles down. Oh, well, I'll do that. Just for... He's trying to be funny. He's trying to be smart and doing a terrible job of it. Oh, is that where they go? Okay, man, I'll do that just for you. Cart, cart, cart agent, special agent Sebastian does not get enraged. He does not get angry. He keeps his cool and he goes, oh, well, thank you, sir. I'm Agent Sebastian. <laughs> Just gives him more of the good stuff. And uh, thank you for... Nazi or narcs? Uh, Nazi? What do you mean Nazi? Narc, like a Look snitch, at him. like we narc out. It works. The system <laughs> works, called- ladies and gentlemen. The system works. Off he goes trying to be smart. He's trying to redeem that pride, right? He's trying to reach down deep and get that pride back. This calls, this calls for one of these. So that the cars don't go up on the curb like that. Am I supposed to do that? Oh, you know better. Now, now, now. They have the cart returns right over there. Really? You didn't know that? Another victory for you. Well, thank you. I'm the cart narc. It's Sebastian. Pleasure to meet you guys. And uh, thank you for... Nazi or narc? Uh, Nazi? What do you mean Nazi? Narc, like a snitch. Like we narc people out. I've never been called a cart Nazi. That's not very nice. Been called a well, cart Nazi now. Well, I don't work for the store. I'm not in charge of that. We're an independent, uh, highly trained group of secret agents. The system that works, people, ladies and Thank you very much. And we're not Nazis, sir. But I appreciate your, your help on that. Cart knocks out. Cart knocks out. Oh, no, man. Another victory. Nazi or narc? Uh, Nazi? What do you mean, Nazi? Narc, like a snitch, like we narc people out. I've never been called a cart Nazi. That's not very nice. Well, 
Well, I don't work for the store, and I'm in charge Keep of that. Keep it down! We're an independent, uh, highly trained group of secret agents that uh, narc out people, but thank you very much. <laughs> and we're not Nazis, sir. We're not Nazis, sir. I appreciate your, your help on that. I'm trying to help out. Dayton, Ohio show with the diamond. You should try to get Agent Sebastian on the show. I don't know. I think he. I think he'd be like too big time for me. Every ne- people ask me like, oh, you should get like people were saying you should get Anthony Rogers on. You should get Agent Sebastian on. I don't know. I'm always, I'm always a little hesitant to ask people on the show, especially when they've got like a bigger show than mine. Because like I've I've tried that before, and pretty much every time you either get blown off or they just don't reply to you. So I say like, I just gave up after a while. And I like I'm not even mad. I understand because it'd be like, eh, what, why, why would I, what would I get out of going on this guy's show? It's a tiny little show with a tiny audience. There's nothing in it for me. That's fine. I get. It. So <clears throat> after after some attempts of doing that, it's like, nah, whatever. Now I just I get people on the show who like I know um, other streamers who are like around my level or like maybe like just starting out or you know roughly the same size shows and. You know, like we talk, if we're friendly with each other already, then like I'm happy to have them on. But reaching out to people like unknown quantities, especially ones with bigger platforms, I just don't do it anymore. Because you, you, people more often than not just won't, won't come on. So, which is, again, I find it's under, I don't, not angry or anything. It's just the way it is. So. Oh no, man. No, well, I need it to go where the cards go and the card return right over there. Uh, it's unfortunate. Oh, how handicap! Oh, you walk out to the store, didn't you? That's not my card. It's yours. I work for the card. No, I work for the card narcs. We narc out people that don't take their cards back. Exactly. I don't work for the store. You work for the store? No, no, I don't work for the store. I work for the card narcs. You don't want this. No, I want you to take it right to the card. No, see, look at this guy trying to give it to the cart narc. No, sir, this is not the point of the exercise. <laughs> look at this fuck. The balls on this guy. No, no, sir, you don't give the cart to me. I want you to take it back. This is about personal responsibility. I'm not, I don't work for you. I don't work for the store. I work for good. I work for the forces of good. He is handicapped though, Cabaret Z says. Too bad. He he, he took the cart in the first place. He was not handicapped enough to not put push a cart around the store. So what? We're saying that he was handicapped. Therefore, he was able to push the cart around the store, fill the cart up with products, bring the cart back to his car, take the products out of the car and into the car, uh, out of the cart and into the car, but too disabled to return the cart? Bullshit, my man. Bullshit. (laughs) If you're not disabled enough, if you're too disabled to uh, have a cart, then you should not have a cart next to your car at any point the beginning or the end of the shopping procedure. So I'm not buying that for a second. Oh, I'm disabled. I can't take it back. Bullshit. You pushed it around the whole mall. We knock out people that don't take their cards back. I don't work for the store. You work for the store? No, no, I don't work for the Smokey in the chat, he's going to get the crap beat out of him soon enough. Smokey, you must have missed the episode where we played uh, the cart narc agent Sebastian going up to somebody, telling them about putting their cart back. And the guy, do you remember this, Boogers? The guy threatened to put six bullets in his head. <laughs> He said, I will put, I will shoot you in the fucking face. When uh, Agent Sebastian went up to him. Oh, no, it wasn't Agent Sebastian. It was another cart narcateer. It was his first day, remember? His very first cart narc. And the guy threatened to put six bullets in his face. And then we found the clip of the very same guy who threatened to put six bullets in the face of the cart narc 
a few years earlier actually shot a man on a train. The same dude. And he got off. He said it was self-defense. He said he was being harassed. And those were the exact words he said to the Kartnark, you're harassing me, I can shoot you. And we know from history that he's found a legal loophole to shoot whoever he wants. He got away with it once on the train. They interviewed him. Oh, the guy was harassing me, so I shot him. (laughs) He, He did no time for that. So now he just goes around leaving his shopping carts wherever he wants. And if anybody approaches him over it, he says, you're harassing me, I'm going to put six bullets in your face. And you can't, you can't push the guy because you know he's done it before. It's those kinds of people that will not be allowed entry into the kingdom of Boogie Stan. We will find you. We will find you out. We will get you at the border. And if you do somehow manage to make it into the kingdom of Boogie Stan, we will weed you out and you will be disappeared. Unapologetically. The store. I work for the Cardinals. You don't want this. No, I want you to take it right to the curb turn right there. No, I'd like for you to take no, it no, to the I don't want turn it. So I want you to take way. it. Well, then nobody's way. Well, now see, that's... The- <laughs> Why is he arguing? It's not in anybody's way. <laughs> yes, if it's not in the cart corral, it's in somebody's way. General rule. That's not true, though, because enough carts pile up. That's going to make it harder to open doors. Those things can roll around. Why didn't you walk it over? You could have walked it over there by now. Sir, you're being very obstinate. Hold on, let me grab this. It doesn't roll away. Why don't you want to walk it back, sir? Look at him. Don't give me a hell of a time today, man. I'm sorry, what time at what? Don't give me a hell of a time today, please. Well, I'm trying to help people. Don't give me hell about it, please. Like, why is this so imp- Why is this the hill you want to die on? People, people will let, like, the government and authorities and everybody fucking walk all over them. Eh, whatever, I don't care. Oh, what are you going to do, you know? But then somebody comes up to you and says, hey, man, why don't you just return your cart back to the cart corral? And they're like, fuck you. It's like, why is this so important to you? Just do it. Just return it. You're you're aggressively defending your shitty act. (laughs) You're not the victim here, sir. You're the perpetrator. It'd be like a murderer shooting somebody on the street and the police going up to them and saying, get down on the floor. It's like, hey, why did you leave me alone, man? Why don't you leave me alone? <laughs> I'm just I'm just minding my own business. <laughs> it's the same thing. Again, what's wrong with these people? Scientific evidence. And things like, you should put that shopping cart back. Uh, they're also at very high risk of antisocial behavior, criminal behavior, what we see here. And there's a little bit of overlap between some mental illnesses. So Exactly. Exactly. I can see a lot of overlap here with this guy. I'm sorry, what time at what? Don't give me a time, Well, I'm trying to help people not get hurt by carts. That ain't gonna hurt nobody. Well, not right now. It's it's I got it. Don't you worry about it. Trust me, I'm a professional, I know what I'm doing. Let me apply my bumper magnet here. Whoops. Can you believe that? He spent all this time walking back and forth and, you know. Well, thank you for being nice people about it. Oh, look at this guy. There's nothing more satisfying as a cart narketeer than getting support from your fellow citizen. Look at this guy in the next car. Hey, man, I just think what you're doing is awesome. <laughs> that, And you know what? That probably makes it all worthwhile.
getting that respect, that validation from the citizenry. Well done. Cartnarks, ladies and gentlemen. As always, breaking new ground in this war against the psychopaths, the savages, the animals, and the mentally ill with antisocial behaviours. We are winning one parking lot at a time. With that, my friends, that brings us to the end of tonight's episode of The Daily Boogie. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to follow our friends later on tonight. Coffee Talk with Sandra, Irrational Times, everybody's favourite lover of French women, Mersh. Uh, the Midnight Riff Party tonight, Joy of Pessy, dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. Tomorrow night, Winning TV, Major Tom, Sunday, Spent D, Frozen Asian. And then Monday, by the way, whatever you do, do not donate that clip from the Dr. Oz program to uh, Royce Lopez on Daywave, 10am, dlive.tv slash Daywave. Do not repeatedly uh, send that to Royce. <laughs> the scientific evidence that people who don't return their carts are mentally ill. <laughs> that that's is definitely something you do not want to do. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back on Monday night at 6 p.m. for another edition of the Daily Boogie. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to everybody who contributed tonight on D Live. And until then, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye bye.